Welcome back to the E6 Podcast from Colonial Church, a place for candid conversations about what our church community is learning, what is going on in the world, how it all applies to our lives as followers of Jesus. My name is Brooke. This is episode number 55, and this is also take two because (laughs) I didn't push all the right buttons and I totally messed it all up. And so, yeah. So here we are. Uh, Lauren is usually with me, and he is out of town on some vacation. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and do this. I don't need him. Uh, That's not true. But I have two of my favorite people here. Daryl and Kelly Morris um, are gracious enough to spend their morning with me here. Um, Probably just excited to get out of the house for a little while and not be working, not have kids at the moment. And (laughs) all that. (laughs) I totally understand that. Hi, guys. I prefer hey. the first take where you said we were your favorite people. I just wanted to make sure that I got said. I think I said that. I don't know. You're I just still, wanted to make sure still, it got said. You're still, you're still my favorite people. <laughs> I still love you guys. Thanks. We love you. We've been through a lot together. <laughs> That's good. So Daryl and Kelly. Hi, guys. Hey. hey. How's it going? It's going great. Good. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for um, being here. Thanks for uh, hanging out and uh, dealing with um, whatever this ends up being. So I appreciate that. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Daryl's like, wait, I have to... I have to talk. I have to talk. I, t- I text the uh, the two of you guys. I text uh-huh. them both. Um, what was I don't know a week or two ago, and yeah. said, "Hey, would you guys be interested in this?" And I'm pretty sure Daryl was at work and didn't <laughs> respond. Like I don't think at all to that text he never thread. Did, and yeah. so it was basically just me and Kelly. Yeah. And then he gets here and he's like, "Oh, I have to talk too." Like, <laughs> yeah, I was hoping I, you just needed help with something <laughs> like normal. So no, anytime I'm on a group message, I automatically he mute turns it. it off, yeah. And then if there's like more than like five messages, I just don't he read it. So. so we're not your favorite people. <laughs> no, you are. I just you have don't to. like group messages. I always have to tell them, did you see that that we talked about earlier? No, when did that happen? What? It was in the group chat. You yeah. turned it off. <laughs> so Daryl doesn't know what he's in for today. No, no surprise. Really. Yeah, he just walked in, sat down, and I said, let's go. We'll see. <laughs> Well, uh, again, thank you guys for being here. Um, one of one of our favorite things is to uh, share the stories of other people um, because you guys hear enough. You know, anybody listening to this hears plenty of, of of me and Lauren. If you just come on the weekends, you hear plenty of of you know Tanner and Lauren or people that are normally on stage or whatever. And and so I think it's always fun to share um, the stories of of the people around here. You know, the yeah. the the Daryl and Kellys of the world that. Um, have different church backgrounds that mm-hmm. uh, have have been a part of Colonial now for a good while. A while, yeah. Um, you know yeah. how? So, so let's just let's just start from the top. Like, what are, what are your church backgrounds? Like, let's go from there. What what do you you know? Tell me tell me your church experiences. So, I think I've spoken about mine on stage a few times, uh, but I grew up Church of Christ. Okay. And I have to always clarify whenever I say that it's not the I w- was not raised in the very deep South Church of Christ. I was raised in the Midwest Church of Christ. So you get more progressive as you go westward in the country, I think, in your Church of Christ. Okay. So I I grew up with... the, you know, we, yeah, we didn't use instruments, um, and we place that's, a... That's pretty pretty much a staple, though, right? It's, yeah. Church it's, of Christ? Well, nowadays, actually, it's turning around. So yeah. the Church of Christ is starting to add instruments, depending on where you are, and um, that's been kind of an odd struggle for me to, like, what? You're using a guitar? <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> so that was my background, and there's a lot of things about the Church of Christ that are deeply, deeply instilled into me and that I still very much appreciate. 
Um, and then eventually when I went to college, I went to a Church for Christ University. I went to Abilene Christian, which is how I wound up in Texas. And that's how I wound up in Wichita Falls. Um, so it's, I feel like Church of Christ has been a kind of pillar of my life. Yeah. But then eventually when I came to Wichita Falls, I was looking for something different, trying to see what my options were, um, just to kind of explore my own personal faith a little bit more. And that's when I found Colonial. Hmm. So this is my first non-Church of Christ church, but I've been here for seven years. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Daryl? Yeah, I grew up uh, Southern Baptist, grew up in a little small church uh, right outside of town, uh, First Baptist Church of Dean, Texas. Dean, Texas. <laughs> yeah, man. I think um, I've driven through there twice. Right. Yeah, and if you blink, <laughs> blink you'll miss, miss it. it. Uh, <laughs> but no, great memories. Uh, my mom, I started going there as, I think, four or five years old, and we every time the doors were open, my mom was throwing me and my little yeah. brother in there. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I grew up with the piano the organ and you couldn't turn your head left or right, you know, during the service because you had to be still calm, you know, mm. so old school, traditional Baptist. Okay. Is that the no clapping church? Oh no. Yeah. No, I've never <laughs> hands, heard a clap. Hands flat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> had the, had the choir, like yep. uh, good memories of that though. Absolutely. I think, I think that's, f- I always, I always enjoy like thinking back to what what seems odd to me now you know it's like what i what i grew up yeah. in because i grew up in a in in i think it was basically like a southern baptist church i don't i don't i don't i don't think i know exactly i know it was a baptist church and it was a pretty big baptist church in the in the town and and uh and so it was very similar like it was i think it was more on the progressive side of of maybe southern baptist mm-hmm. um yeah uh but it was and, and i think that was mostly like in style and and things like that where you know we had the, we had this little building that we used for forever and it had like the green shag carpet that that then became the it became like the youth building afterwards Mm -hmm. you know and and (laughs) we had we had like this all the all the youth stuff was in there and we still had that green shag carpet for the entire time that i was there and they built a new building and all this stuff but it was like you know i remember from the the um the changes of uh, of style of leading worship that, that were like and, and maybe it's just because I ended up leading worship later on in my right. life that 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 sticks out to me but I remember like having the the music minister that would that would stand up on stage and he would you know move his hand along with oh, the definitely. you know with the yeah. beat directing and then it became an ensemble that did that with him and so there was like you know six seven eight people with microphones that mm-hmm. that stood across the stage that everybody's in suit and tie and you know and in their their yeah, nice dresses best, and everything man. absolutely and you know the hard pews and 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 all that only to find out that later on in life i realized that how much of like uh, how much I don't know, um, easier that was than what my, my dad had grown up in, which mm-hmm. was even more, more strict rigid. and, yeah. you know, more rigid, that kind of thing. The, the, the pews that were in the really cold building that, you know, was super high and pretty and all that, you know, of course. it's like just watching those things change to, you know, and my, my parents are musical, my dad sang and, uh, and my mom sang. And so they would, they would, my dad was a part of the ensemble and then my mom was part of the choir and then it became a choir thing. And then there was the, you know, we did the living Christmas tree like that was, oh, you know, fun. it was like the, the building, the platforms yeah, and they yeah. would all stand up and it was just like, I'm like waiting for something terrible to happen the entire time is <laughs> like, this could be so bad. Someone's candle during silent yeah, night. Exactly. Just- <laughs> yeah. The whole thing goes so up. So I remember yeah. the first time I've been, I guess I've been coming to Colonial about eight years and I came up here on like a Tuesday night to do a build something. And uh, I was like, polo shirt, you know, because that's my mind right, that's was, what, you know, when you I know. first started coming to Colonial and at the time, Stephen Boss was like, what are you wearing? 
<laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? Because I thought, you know, walk know. through the doors, you, you got to be Sunday best all the time. Take my hat off. Mm-hmm. and Yeah. 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 I never understood that. The But I, I was not, like, my dad was in the military, but I he didn't raise us in that, like, that way or anything right. along those lines, at least that I know. I don't know. But I never understood that you take your hat off when you go into a building or that the... You know that that a church, like specifically, it was like, oh yeah, but it's a, just an article of clothing, like, right? I yeah, to, I don't have to take my jacket off when I go in the church. Like, it just never, it never yeah. made sense to me. So yet. my uncle, I had a, my dad has four brothers, and one of my uncles were coming to this church when I first started coming here, and he was so mad people were wearing their hats mm-hmm. inside. Yeah, like it bothered him. Yeah, and he went and talked to the preacher, and at the time the preacher we had was like is that your uncle? And I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> like he, he, and still to this day, this was like six years ago. Yeah. He still brings that up. Yeah. Still. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's what you, your, whatever your tradition is, yeah. like what do you, what you start, what you always know, like until you either break away from that for some reason or you continue on with it. It's, you know, I don't know. It's, yeah. I was just, I love those, I love those things yeah. to go back. So what, what brought you, um, since you were just sharing being part of here, Daryl, what, 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 what brought you to colonial back in the day? to then even even to becoming uh, a part of uh, the digital missions team, the tech team, the worship team, as we've grown, grown over yeah. the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what brought you in? Yeah, so um, I, like I said, it was about eight years ago. I, uh, I knew the music was pretty progressive here, you know, like I've always heard. And so I didn't really, I, I have great memories of the choir and the, you know, victory in Jesus songs, like mm. they're embedded, but I wanted to go somewhere that I didn't know anybody. Okay. And so I just come through the doors one day and didn't know anybody, didn't know a thing. And then, um, I liked it. I liked the, uh, at the time I was going through a divorce and, um, I just really wanted to be somewhere. I did not know a soul. Mm. And then, um, how I got serving was, um, I would always sit in the back, what we call camera three. We moved it. Or the camera one, it's one fine. Anyway, okay. And so, uh, <laughs> at the time, the uh, tech director was Stephen, and uh, he would come talk to me, and I just bluntly told him once I was like, "I wish you'd leave me alone. <laughs> I'm not here to talk to anybody. I'm not here to see anybody. I want to hear music. I want to hear preaching. I want to go home." And um, so he he put a calm where if you if anybody you know is sitting in the service will see the camera guys with the headsets. He actually made one for me, and we call it the Daryl Calm still this day, <laughs> and that's how I got serving. And so I was like, "Well, this guy ain't gonna give up. I guess I'll see what's up." And and then that's how I kind of stepped into serving. And eight here years you are. ago, and here I am. Couldn't get away from it after that. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> and the roles keep expanding. I know. It's <laughs> like, more. How about this thing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kelly, how about you? Uh, I was actually on the hunt for a church. Um, I just moved to Wichita Falls in 2013 and um, being away from my church that I'd been going to was a struggle Um, for a while. I just drove back and forth to Dallas every weekend and went to Mm -hmm. church, went to my church, got up early, like five o'clock in the morning, drove to Mm -hmm. my church, sang at my church and then drove back. Mm -hmm. And then after a while I was like, that's getting a little hard on the gas bill. So, um, so I was on the church hunt and my friend Brandy and I went to a church over by Midwestern. We were just kind of checking things out. And after that service, we said, let's go to um, Hunan for lunch. And so that was my first time driving down Maplewood. And I drove past uh, Colonial 
and it was during and at the movies and there was the Jurassic Park Jeep in the oh, yeah. <laughs> in front of in the parking lot. That was good times. And I, I saw that <laughs> and I thought, well, that looks like a fun church. That's different. That looks different. I could I could get on board with that. And yeah. so I went home and I watched some of the most recent services that were online. Um, and just to get a feel for what Colonial was all about. And uh, I thought it seemed interesting. Jim had tattoos, and I was like, if the minister's got tattoos, that's my place. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, so I came, and I loved it, and sat in the back, just like Daryl did, sat in the back for three years, <laughs> me and Brandy, or me by myself, and um, didn't want to plug in. And then eventually Clinton Newton did a, serv- a series um, was it circles 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 yeah he did yeah. a circle series where he he told his experience of of plugging into to church and how mm-hmm. it benefited his life and so um i got my god nudge that i always call it that little <laughs> that little nudge where god's like you should probably try this yeah so i joined i actually joined daryl's small group that's how we met okay babies okay. from the 80s babies from babies the 80s. from the i forgot about oh, that good yes that was my favorite. I miss yeah. babies from the eighties. Um, so I joined that small group. I started serving on welcome team and then that eventually led to me, um, joining other stuff. We led our own small group. We've done rooted. We volunteer in students. We both serve on the worship team. So we are kind of like Jack of all trades. It's now. actually kind of funny and I'm biased cause she's my wife, but you know, she can sing. Right. And we did a uh, little worship night at my apartment back then. And, Kelly starts singing and I just remember everybody was like, just kind of like stopped <laughs> and we're like, wow. And, and I was like, why aren't you singing? And she's like, man, I don't, I don't want to. And yeah. so we like kind of pushed her to join the worship team and yeah. here she is. Here we are. That's funny. Yeah. So you, you joined babies from the eighties mm-hmm. that Daryl was a part of mm-hmm. and now we're here. And now we're married yeah. and have our own <laughs> baby. It's mm. wild. <laughs> That's awesome. That's something. he's he's tired (laughs) he's sleepy (laughs) no i love that like i said it's it's always fun to hear people's experiences especially like you know the different roads that bring you to Mm -hmm. where we are now you know like i I always i always try to think back like what brought me to this place you know what did i what did i read or what did i experience or what did i know in the past that has led me to being where i am now or Mm -hmm. what i think now or whatever and and I just, I just enjoy, you know, hearing those, like you came from a church of Christ and, yeah. you know, in a different place and you came from Southern Baptist in a different place and you ended up a colonial that was already yeah. different than both of those. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then in a small group and then you guys are the ones that we lean on all the time for all kinds I'm of things. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's interesting to see too how the church of Christ still creeps up into things that happen here at colonial where there, there'll be times where I, I think I've said before that I prefer acoustic sets on stage whenever we're doing worship because it's closer to my church of Christ background. It's quieter and I like it, Yeah. <laughs> but, um, the even things as simple as when we do communion or when we do baptism, there are things that I didn't realize were so deep in my brain mm. that I have to fight against and say, it's okay that we do baptisms a different way. It's okay mm. that we do communion a different way. Um, Jesus still loves us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, was it, was it last week we did the altar call? Oh yeah. Yeah. He yeah, did, yeah. I mean, you talk about some memories right you know there. That. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that was every Sunday for me growing up. So, That's right. and then I think we sang old rugged cross or, yeah, or, you know, so it was just like, man, all these memories were flooding back last <laughs> week. I was, I was really, that was cool. So, 
Yeah. Well, I, I, I hear you, Kelly, and what you're talking about as far as the, you know, the different styles and all that. And, and as a, as a, I don't even know if people know this, but I, I used to lead worship here right? Um, yeah. because yes, I was a worship leader prior to coming to Colonial. Like that was, that was the past like 15 years of my life prior yeah. to moving down here. And even then a couple of years while we were still here, but, um, some of the best times as a worship leader is when the band stops and I shut up and, uh, you know, we're not, yeah. and, and just listening to everybody. Now, granted, we, we, we don't sing in rounds and harmonies and all of the things that, you know, I think of when I think of like singing acapella, you know. Well, now we're going to, because oh, now you just are. gave me that idea. <laughs> <laughs> row, row, row. Your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, but the, like those are some of the, fa- you know, some of the best times, mm-hmm. which gets to, you know, okay, maybe we didn't, we didn't get to that place because of a Church of Christ background, but to experience some of the same things that, you know, right. that you know and love from, from singing and, and worshiping in, uh, in that acapella style mm-hmm. or, or maybe acoustic effect if, if that, you know, scratches the itch and gets you, gets you closer. Yeah. You know. But the, some <laughs> yeah. of the, so those are some of the favorite, you know, some of the favorite moments where it was like, okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. God's doing his thing. It doesn't require me to like yes. push it or do anything that yes. we're just kind of all in this experiencing it together. And those are always fun. So yeah, absolutely. I love the opportunities just to do something different. I mean, there've been times even, um, for special events where we've had a violin, you know, we've had uh, mm-hmm. additional instruments. Um, and you would think that because of my background that I would be completely resistant to that. But I'm like, I, I think I just like something that's different and yeah. something that's a little bit more um, out of the norm. So I think I get excited when we get an opportunity to do that and sure. see what comes from it. Yeah. Okay. So we are, uh, let's see, three weeks in to awaken. Yes. Right. So we've been doing this as a church, awaken fasting and prayer for, um, for our neighbors, for the city, for, um, I think it was, uh, 31,000 households yeah. that we were, that, that are, are being prayed for through these nine churches. And, um, I think that's, that's really cool, but I'm curious, what is your experience with awaken? Um, as, well, let's, let's go back. What, what is your experience with fasting um, as we've done it, we've done it here, Daryl, you and I, you and I've been here for a while now. Yeah. Um, and so we've done it for a while. Kelly, you, you've been here for several years now too, mm-hmm. right? Five, mm-hmm. What? Seven. Seven yeah. years. Good mm-hmm. grief. Man. I know. <laughs> okay. never mind. I, I, it's about I, to be eight. Oh, it's wild. You've been here longer than me. That's cool. Well, I think, yeah, I think we actually came around the same time and I definitely didn't start. Um, you were actually my first worship leader that I worshiped with huh. on the team. <laughs> I don't know if you remember uh, that. I, I don't, I yeah. don't, uh. I, don't know. I, mean, I think I do. We we got to sing together maybe sing. four times, I think, yeah. total. And then... Um, oh gosh, you have a number. That's crazy. Well, I'm guessing. <laughs> welcome, Not that I, I had it marked my on my calendar. <laughs> welcome it's to in my marriage. It's in my journal. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I remember back in the day, this is who was leading. This yep. is who played drums that day. And <laughs> I actually do remember the exact songs we sang, but that's beside the point. That's funny. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Fasting, okay. yeah. Yeah. So, so okay. So what what are what are your experiences prior? Not not this year. What what are your experiences with fasting before? Like uh, maybe even different backgrounds. Like I know growing up Southern Baptist, I don't ever remember doing that ever. Oh no, we had Granted, a big feed I was, after every you know, Sunday. Like, <laughs> that's right, that's, that's right, the opposite, that's right. right? You know, we ate on Wednesdays. We ate on Sundays. Sunday you know, dinners, man. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Sunday dinner was great, man. Uh, but Church Christ, like, is that different? How did you guys, did you guys ever do something like this? What are your experiences prior to Colonial, or maybe even prior to this year, even being with Colonial, like, how have you guys experienced fasting in the past? For Church of Christ, we don't really fast, but if we do, it is for a specific 
limited period of time. It might be like you're trying to hear something from God for a specific one thing. Mm -hmm. And so you'll fast until you feel like you've heard your answer. That's the only time I can remember fasting being Mm -hmm. brought up in, in my background. Um, that's not to say that's true for every church of Christ, but at least in my church, it was really highlighted as if you, if you have a question or if there's guidance that you're seeking, then go ahead and fast and pray and make that your focus. Um, but then as soon as you've got your answer, you can eat again, <laughs> which may be a good tactic, may not. I was Maybe say, I found that... my answer because I was really hungry. <laughs> I don't know. Could that be a long time or maybe it's a really short? Oh, nope, yeah. good. Nope. Oh, that that mm. lasted a whole hour. Thank you, God. That's right. Yep. Yay. <laughs> Lunchtime. Yeah, I've never really had, I've never tried it until I came to Colonial. And, you know, mm. years ago we were really, I mean, we did it for years. It seemed like, like a 21-day fast or whatever. And. I just couldn't get my head wrapped around it because like a lot of times if I tried to fast, I, my work of, I got to do a lot of physical things. And I remember I tried it for like two days one time and I got like really dizzy and almost fell off a ladder. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I got to eat something like my, <laughs> this is not safe. Was that so. like, a, was that like a full on, like I'm not eating anything. Yeah. I'm I didn't eat anything for like two days and I was like straight liquid diet. And, um, like day that morning, I was like, it was like seven thirty in the morning. I about fell down because yeah. you know I didn't have no energy or nothing. I was like, yeah, I can't. My boss was like, here, eat this now. <laughs> you know, so. Here's my peanut butter and jelly sandwich right. that I brought for lunch. <laughs> yeah. Please Easy. eat this. Yeah. yeah. So no, I I've always struggled with that. Anyways, like I don't I don't I don't know if it's like you said, like I never thought of it, mm-hmm. and so. Um, I do like when I was doing worship school, that's the only time I think I've ever committed to it was, um, Tanner, we did a challenge of, you know, like fasting and, uh, Lauren actually came and he did a kind of taught on it. And so I would do a lunch fast and like every, every day I would sort of eat, I would just read and pray. Mm-hmm. And I still kind of do that. It's kind of, I'm not consistent with it, but I at least do it probably two to three times a week now still yeah. to this day. So that's about the only thing I do when it comes to a fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. Like I, I don't ever. And, and again, I, you know, growing up, like, I don't know how much my parents did something like that and I just never caught on or understood that's what we did. But, you know, at least going through like high school and college and, um, the church that I was a part of, a couple churches that I was a part of after that, like, I don't ever remember even having a conversation, maybe beyond, like, examples in the Bible where, you know, as you said, Kelly, that, that you know, it was like, oh, there's this one thing that's going on, we should fast and pray about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Not like a corporate, like, hey, everybody, yeah. let's all do this together, right. and, you know, for an extended period of time, like a set period of time, or whatever, you know, like we're doing this time, like 30 days, like, I don't, I don't know. And so then, <laughs> then we'd get around to, like, the same thing for me, Daryl, is like, yeah. you get to Colonial, and it's like, oh, we do that. I'm like, yeah, I generally find reasons to do something super simple mm-hmm. or or whatever, and I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Um, and that's funny you, know. you said that, and I, I think that's a lot of it. Was I? It was kind of those like, what what am I doing with my hands? <laughs> yeah, you know, right. like Ricky Bobby, Bobby kind of, <laughs> you know. And so that was a lot of it. Was like, wait, what are we doing here? Like, yeah. and so in those first few years, it was like I think it was untraining. Yeah, a lot of from when I was little up to my, uh-huh. you know, I graduated, like, you don't, you don't wait, you don't do those things. Why would we not eat together? We right. Eat together. Right. Yeah. Well, I think, I think there's also like, for me, I have to think about like the ways, the reasons that I became, uh, like I could justify to myself not doing it. 
mm-hmm. you know, or doing it is like, yeah, well, I don't, you know. It's pretty easy when it comes to food. Yeah, huh? right. Like, <laughs> oh, but I need that. And I remember one time I had a conversation with uh, uh, with somebody that was in the band, and I was like, yeah, no, I'm not expecting you guys to to do this. And they were like, well, why not? Like, we're doing it as a church. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, like, you're expending energy and all that kind of stuff. And, like, that's what, that's where my, my you know, it was easy for me to come up with an excuse for why yeah. why not, you right. know. And, and so it's, it's as, as I've had to grow and learn and understand why we're doing things and yeah. not just be like, okay, I'm going to come up with an excuse. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. so this time, like this time it's, it's, I was like, okay, I'm going to suck it up and do something that actually hurts and, <laughs> and deal with that. And, yeah. um, what about, what about this year? What's, um, doing Awaken, that kind of thing. How, what's your experience so far? Mine. So I'm doing Awaken not so much on the fasting of food because of my procedure that I had in right. Um, You've July. had some medical stuff going I've on. I've had recently. some medical stuff, so it um, would not be <laughs> to the best interest of my health to fast from food at this current juncture. So I decided to fast from um, certain things, kind of like Lauren was talking about. For him, he's been like the soul fast and things. Yeah, he's yeah. doing more soul fast and. Um, so I have been trying to focus on my lunchtime or, um, in the evenings, I try to put my phone away as much uh-huh. as possible. And I do try to pray throughout my lunchtime. Um, and then in the evening, I try to really f- think about what I can include more diligently in my life as opposed to fasting from, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So mm-hmm. I think about what I can bring into my evening. So I've tried to actually <laughs> on the opposite i've tried to cook more yeah um i've tried to feed my family been doing good too. thank you Henry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i've been i've been cooking a lot more i have been trying to um, make sure i read to the kids every night before bed mm-hmm. i try to pray with them every night before bed there's just things that i try to make sure i'm more focused on mm-hmm. as opposed to fasting from um and i think it's been a really great experience so far i don't always succeed perfectly when we're talking about putting phones away, that's yeah. always a tricky, uh, yeah, tricky right. one. Cause I'm uh, like, but Oh, it, but it was, hang on. I gotta look Shelby at it. texted me. I have to look <laughs> at it. Uh, and so I, I go back to my phone a little bit more than I probably should, but I have really enjoyed it. We've made it a point to start doing more with our kids during mm-hmm. this time. And so like, even just this weekend, all day, every day, the past three days has been, yeah, it's been great. completely focused on our kids mm-hmm. and it's been really life enhancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's cool. I mean, and Lauren and I have talked about this recently just in the different ways of fasting, but um, it's not just being the, the, the rigid legalistic, like, did I skip enough meals mm-hmm. or did I not drink enough Dr. Pepper or, or, you know, or whatever, but what are we replacing that with? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, even, even in what you're describing, like, it sounds like you're, you know, you're fasting just in a very different way, of, right. you know, instead of focusing on like, okay, what am I, you know, the, the, the easy legalistic side of it, maybe mm-hmm. the religious side of it, mm-hmm. if you will, huh? into what we're going to get. I like that ah, segue. <laughs> uh, you know, but, but to, to, to see that side of it, um, and then making sure we're not just camping on why does this suck? Why is this right. terrible? Why, you know, okay, God, I'm, I'm suffering for you, mm-hmm. you know, to the, okay, no, that's not the point. The point right. is what are we, what are we doing to, uh, emphasize our need for God, our need for something else and our focus on something else rather than what we normally want to put it on. And, and so for me, I'm doing food because that was 
I wanted something that was a little more more difficult, and and it right. is like, it's like so you know I, I've I I already do a intermittent fasting on a regular basis for health reasons, right? Just because sure. it's it's easier for me and and it helps my blood and all kinds of stuff, whatever. And and so I don't I don't eat from you know in the mornings until noon, right? So at, at noon and I have lunch and I really don't eat and I don't try try not to snack or anything and then I have dinner and then I'm done. Right. Eight o'clock. That's the end. Like, there's no like popcorn with a movie at you know, at, yeah. at nine thirty or ten or or mm, there's some chocolate in there. And, you know, there's none of that. Like, it's it's chopped off. I'm and I have to be, uh, I have to be rigid with it because I know that the minute I'm not, I start to be like, oh, yeah. I can find lots of reasons why I could it just opens exactly. that door. Yeah, it totally opens that door, yeah. and I know that. So and so for me, like, I I decided, okay, well, I need to do something. You know, like I said, I was like, I've found all kinds of reasons why not to make this something that that hurts and something that really removes something so that I can focus and mm-hmm. and so we decided to do it and so now I sp- I'm not eating lunch and so I do my fasting from like uh, basically 8 p.m. at night all the way until 6 p.m. the next day and so I have like this little window and I still find myself I'm like I'm eating like first dinner and second dinner or yeah. first dinner and snack <laughs> right like before I'm like okay I gotta <laughs> eat real fast but yeah. but it's the same thing it's like yeah. okay what what can I um, you know, now I still take my lunch break and I go home and I read through the book and read the Bible and pray and I've got my prayer list and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and it's just replacing those things. And I listen to a lot of audiobooks and podcasts and things like that. And so it's like in the mornings taking that stuff away and using, okay, what, what, you know, I've just been listening through like Matthew and, um, you know, just in the mornings when I'm dropping the kids off at school, like I'm listening to after the kids are out of the car because they always want to listen to music or whatever in the car. Right. And it's usually the same ridiculous songs that we've heard on, <laughs> on repeat on loop. for yeah. forever. And, and so then they get the car and so it's like, all right, instead of turning on something that I would normally go to, you know, it's like trying to take those times to replace it. Um, and so I think that's, that's where I've had to grow to a point where it was like, okay, what am I, what am I gaining from this? Like, what is the point of this rather than just making myself suffer rather than just right. taking something away from me and the whole time being like, uh, I need to check my phone. I want to check my right. phone. <laughs> want to know what the score is of the game, yeah. you know, or whatever it is, <laughs> you know, to say, okay, well, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to move into this and, and try to try to do it different at least. And, but I'll, it's always fun to hear like, because we're not all the same. We're not all in the same place. And, you know, our journeys are all different and growing, you know, Daryl, just coming from, from what you're talking about and, and having never doing that and never done this before up until being at Colonial mm-hmm. and going through the same kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like, how do I, uh, how do I get myself out of this? Right. Really? Really? That's a lot of what it is. Okay. So yeah, you're doing this. How do I get myself out of this? So I don't have to, what's my excuse? So I'll be like, well, I don't know. I don't know. And I like that Lauren has been really highlighting the fact that he's been struggling with how much do we talk about it? How much do we, you know, work on it as a community? How much do we make sure it's private? Um, right. I, I've liked that because I do think that there's a tendency whenever we're doing something that's self-sacrificial, we have a tendency to want to make a martyr out of ourselves. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Look, yeah. At, look at what I'm doing. I'm yeah, right. suffering for my faith. Exactly. And aren't I wonderful? Oh, and so man. I like that we've got a good balance of this is something that's personal. It's right. something you can make it your own. And it's really between you and God. And if you, if you talk about it with people who are experiencing it, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but you don't have to go around broadcasting, I guess. Yeah. And, and I think that was a lot of where I've come from is like, I've watched people do a corporate fast or, mm-hmm. or whatever. And it felt very much like, 
look how much I'm suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, look, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's that, it's that religious side of it. It's yeah. like, you know, let me show you how, how spiritual I can right. be through this. Yeah. And, and I think that was a lot of, of, of like having to figure out you're shaking your head. Like you agree with me here. Oh, a thousand percent, man. Like I, that's what turns me off when it comes to church. Yeah. You know, it's that, you know, we're like the, well, Kelly's not so much. She's on stage, but like me and you, Brooke, we're behind the scenes 24 seven. We do a lot of things and you do see these things of, I mean, I just remember when I was on social, social media, there we go. Mm -hmm. Um, people would just like day, whatever on the fast, like, why do you got to post that? Like Mm -hmm. it's between you and God, not between you and your friends and family. Mm -hmm. Like I can't stand that. Sorry, well, I think there's I think there's a line there. There's some sort of a a balancing Balance, act of yes. you know how how can I and and just like you said like what like we've been talking about is like how do you have a corporate fast where it's mm-hmm. like everybody's doing this but together and then not out loud and you know it's and and so for some people like maybe that's the way to hold themselves accountable that if I'm not yeah you know oh, if I, I don't it. post this so my friends all know that I'm doing this and then they see me at McDonald's and I'm like uh, <laughs> oh I'm not saying yeah yeah <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and supersize that you right know? yeah yeah and and people look at it different and you know me and Kelly are polar opposites pretty much on everything so <laughs> uh I it's just for me I'm just like ah oh, man that stuff just Grinds his gears. It does. There yeah. you go. That's a good word. Yeah, well, and then I mean, that's that's what we get to. You know, if we talk about the the, the message from from Sunday, um, and you talk about the, uh, the what was the title uh, that he named it? Um, God loves the religious. The religious, yeah. You know, um, and and I think there's a distinction to be made. I think it's easy to to fall into what what religion. Like, okay, yeah, well, we go to church all the time. Like, mm-hmm. is that what we mean? And I think he's meaning. We're meaning the side of religion that's the, you know, maybe the legalistic side right. or that you have to do these things or you're wrong mm-hmm. or, um, or I'm outwardly facing religion or right. re- I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, look at me, I'm religious or I'm so righteous and, mm-hmm. you know, behind the scenes or on Facebook or something, I'm a different person. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, so I think that's, it's, it's interesting to, to be, you know, especially with, with people that have grown up in church, right? Yeah. We've grown yeah. up in church, so we've all experienced those kinds of things. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, okay, so we talked about um, the, the lost sheep. We talked about the lost coin and then the prodigal, prodigal son. son. What, what for you guys, what has stood out as, like, are one of those stories more, like, like Lauren, Lauren sits here and, and I can just see him like foaming at the mouth waiting to talk about, <laughs> I want to talk about the prodigal son. I yes, talk about yeah. It's like, no, 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 that's a couple weeks or away. Like when he like, waves his hand I know, he's like, <laughs> like in a group setting, he's like, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Lauren. <laughs> you know, so I know he's just like, chomping at the bit to be able to talk about uh the, the prodigal son and so what's what's different what do you what for you guys what what stands out of these stories i think what's been interesting for me is to recognize that i have been every single one of the people <laughs> that Lori right. where it started to make me feel like i have multiple personalities or something i'm like <laughs> how have i lived all of these lives and yeah. been all of these people because i've i've been the older brother at times i've been the prodigal son i've been the woman looking for the lost coin i've been the lost sheep i've been in all of these situations that I can think of. So when he starts off his messages and he asks the question, um, you know, has anybody ever treated you differently because of their religious views or has anybody ever treated you poorly or, uh, you know, he'll ask a thought provoking question to start it off. And I've been like, yes, or I've been <laughs> the person to do that. Oh my goodness. Um, but I think though, the prodigal son is always going to be, I'm same as Lauren on that regard. That is always going to be such a hard hitting 
story and that's why Jesus used it because it is something that is so easily understood. Um, because I, I kind of feel like, haven't we all been there at some point Mm. in our faith? Um, whether you're new to it or whether you've been doing it for years, there's always going to be a point where something happens in your life because in this life we will have struggles. There's always going to be a point where you say, I'm done with this. I don't want to do it anymore. I am tired. Um, and I want to walk away and just do what makes me feel good or do what I don't want to have to check the boxes anymore. I don't want to have to fit inside this really sometimes, sometimes it does feel really rigid. I don't want to fit into this world where I have to be perfect. Um, and in church of Christ, especially there, there are so many rules and they are biblically sound rules. Mm -hmm. Um, but some of them for me, especially as a female were really limiting. I was taught growing up that you couldn't be a female and speak before men ever. Mm. Um, you were allowed to teach children and you were allowed to teach other women, but you couldn't pray in front of men. You couldn't in the church setting, you could not speak during a service. Um, you could sing on the worship team, but even then we, uh, my church growing up would have been shocked by the way we do worship now because you sit in the pews amongst yeah. everybody else. You have a microphone, but it's down in your, by your chest. Mm. And so you hide it. So you're singing, but the microphone is picking up your voice. Right. And so you're, you're guiding by the, the sound in the room, but nobody can see who you are. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it was okay to be a woman singing, but you had to be in a congregational setting where there were men also singing mm. with you. So that was a huge part of my understanding of what my roles were growing up. And it took a long time for me to, um, like the song Make Room that we've been singing the yeah. last few weeks where it says, you know, break down the walls of all my traditions, um, shake up the ground of all my religion. Um because your way is better, it took me a long time to figure out what his way was for me and that it was that he gave me a voice and he gave me desire to, to learn and to share and to teach. And, um, so I had to break out of that box that I Mm. felt like I'd been put in. Um, so I feel like there was a time prior to discovering that where I was the prodigal son that I just was like, I'm done with this. I don't want it. Me and Jesus are good. I'm going to go on a walk with Jesus by myself, no church people. Um, and it took probably like three or four years for me to come back into a church and, and accept that there's something that I can do and say and be a part of as a female. Um, and that maybe my upbringing wasn't exactly what God wanted for me. Hmm. Daryl, can, yeah. can, you, beat, can um, you beat that? Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> uh, no, definitely this uh, this Sunday for me was, it. Like I liked this whole series really, but this Sunday really hit home for me, the prodigal son, and but the, the brother, how Lauren described of comes home, the, you know, cars are double parked, and, uh, and like the brother sitting on the porch. Like that hit home for me because I've been I've been both like Kelly said. Uh, this is my personal. Uh, my I have a younger brother. We're eighteen months apart, and just 
I was kind of the older brother in a lot of situations growing up. Mm -hmm. And I just, for me, me and Kelly were watching the, uh, we were rewatching the episode or, or yesterday's service. And we both, I was just like, man, that that's me. That was totally me. Like, and I don't know. It made me think last night and yesterday, like, wow, mm-hmm. I need to lock it up. <laughs> so. Well, and, and he talked about, um, he talked about being religious um, versus having the relationship and, mm. and the being religious is so much easier. You know, mm-hmm. it's easier to have a list of rules that you're supposed to obey mm-hmm. and to, yeah. to try it. Let's see. He said to, to, um, that, that your job was to fulfill the responsibilities. Like my job, you know, how, I mean, you know, maybe it's just different personalities, but it's like, if, if I know I'm, a, I'm, I'm good, if I can get my stuff done and, and my responsibilities are done and I obey the rules and, and, and then at the same time, uh, what you said, you said check of the boxes, mm-hmm. you know, I love that. Like that to me speaks volumes of, good. of mm-hmm. I'm checking the boxes, you know, am I doing this fast mm-hmm. just to check the box? Am I, am I showing up to church on the weekend just to, just to check the box because that's what's normal and that's what's mm-hmm. expected of me. Like that's being religious versus having that relationship with God and ne- right. neglecting that side of, yeah. you know, that. And so it's so much easier to just not to deal with things and put on a check the box yeah. facade, if you will. And, um, you know, it, the, the overemphasis, what do you say? The overemphasis on the external behaviors yes. rather than, rather than dealing with the internal um, uh, development or, or, or whatever that is on the inside, the relationship that we have. But yeah. um, it's cool. It's, that's interesting to hear um, just, you know, that we've, you know, Lauren and I talked about that last week, just being in, you know, all those different places of, of throughout the story. As you said, you know, I've been the, the, the lost, been the person, the, the one with the lost coin, been the lost sheep. I've been the, yeah. been the prodigal son. I've yep. been the religious brother, you know, the yep. older brother that's ticked that, that it's all happening. And, um, I think, I think like, and of course I can't speak to Jesus's mind frame or, or why he put those all together or, um, you know, or whatever, but, but because, you know, all those are there and it's like, oh yeah, yep. Yep, yep. Done that. Oh, yep. yep. Done that too. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Done that too. And then, and as he talked about this week, like, um, what's the end? Right. Well, I don't know. Well, you tell me what is, the, you know, like that's what Jesus is like this whole implied, like leaving yeah. it all. Like these are all these situations that happened. And then <laughs> fill in the, the blank. blank yeah. right? <laughs> hey, all you religious people out there, what are you going to do? All right. Mm. So where do you find yourself in these stories? And I'm not telling you where it ends because for each one of us, it ends differently. Right. You know, am I that older brother? Okay. So how does my story end? Mm-hmm. Do I suck it up and go into the party and be like, yep. you know what? I'm glad you're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I the younger brother that came back and it, like, does he stick with it? Does right. he change his mind later on? Does he love his older brother? Does, you know, I don't know. Yeah. What happens with the coin? You found it. Great. <laughs> did you go, you know, did you go buy What'd that? What'd you do with it? Yeah. Did you go buy that yeah. car that you wanted or right. did you do something else? Yeah. You know, I, I, I just love that, that it's like, there's no like, oh, here's the easy wrap up. Right. You know, it's just a. Oh, here's the, the 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 little bow on top, and it's like great. Oh, the end. Okay, see ya. But mm-hmm. it's like no, no, no. Let me pull at your heartstrings and let me make you realize that you've been in all these different situations, right. and now leave it open ended. Yep. And you have to <laughs> you have to deal with that. What is what does that mean? Right. You know. What and is I that? love that there's there's no hard and fast line that he draws that says 
in order to be loved by God, like you just said, in order to be loved by God, you have to do this that I'm telling you. He's like, um, you know, you may be all of these people again in your life. There may yeah. be a time where I go on and I'm, I'm probably going to be the lost sheep that can't figure it out. And I keep running off because there's something over there that I want to go yeah. check out. And so the green grass is great. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I think it, I love that there is that image of God is always going to be there for you. He will pursue you mm-hmm. um, no matter how many times it takes for you to keep coming back. Um, and so I feel like that's a lot of the reason why he gives all of the different examples is because, you know, you can be any of these people at any point and God's still going to be here and he's still going to love you and he's still going to embrace you. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. I, I, um, I think it was, I think it was in the message last week as he was talking about, um, that the, the, the father waits mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we could go try to rescue people and, as as church people that you guys have, have been in church for all of your lives, like I can think back to how many times we did certain things where mm-hmm. it was like we were trying to go rescue somebody that yeah. was not in that place, that was yeah. not ready for that. And we were trying to, you know, maybe maybe we were manufacturing some, trying to make something feel and and make you make a make a decision, right? Yeah. And it's just all those times it's like, nah, but but he waits. The the, the good father is sitting there loving me from a distance, waiting for me yes. to realize that it's there for me to accept. Yep. And, um, I, I don't know. It's just, that's, I, I love the open-endedness of it mm-hmm. all. Um, which sometimes is frustrating. <laughs> it's yeah. like, just tell me the answer. <laughs> right. Tell me what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> let me, let me earn my keep and I'll do this. And, right. Oh man. Well guys, thank you for, um, thank you for spending your time here, uh, coming in this morning and, and, uh, in recording and, and sharing your stories um, Kelly, we didn't even talk about this, but, mm-hmm. um, we have, uh, you have, have joined our at the movies <gasps> prep team yes. without, without giving anything away and knowing that we're not like everything's final and done. <laughs> what are you excited <laughs> about with at the movies coming? I am excited about the selections that have been made so far. Um, and I will say it is interesting to be an outsider who has come and sit in and gotten to see the way these gentlemen work. Um, I, I am learning a <laughs> that lot. Was, that was very gracious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning a lot about the way things get done. And I think it's so interesting to see the different personalities. Um, but I am super excited about, it. I think the direction that we're going this year, um, the, the messages that have been brought up and the conversations that we've been having surrounding, you know, where can we, where can we go with this story, um, has been, really eye-opening for me um and now i'm looking at movies in a different way yeah that's right you, like, you can't watch movies the every same movie anymore. i watch i'm like where's the <laughs> message in this <laughs> what can i do with this it, but it's been fun and i think it's going to be one of our well see now i'm setting us up for failure that's i think it's right. going to be one of it's our best, be the best ones ever. <laughs> because i'm here yeah, that's right i was <laughs> gonna say so because kelly is involved now <laughs> <laughs> no. Now it's gonna be good. So, so if yeah. if if you don't like the movies this year, you, can, you blame you can me. One hundred percent. I yeah. was gonna do different ones, but no, Kelly wanted to do these. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely. I told Daryl when I came home from our first meeting, I was like, they liked some of my ideas. I feel so proud. You know, I was I expecting said, y'all to be wait, like, Meh. just wait. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Part of it was like, I was like, okay, well, we can't 
can't not like, so before you got there, like huddled them all up and was like, all right, guys, <laughs> we can't not like all of her ideas or she's not going to come back. She's not going to come back. Yeah. We have I'm to like kidding. at least I did one. think that in my head. You're like right. I was like, okay, I can't just shoot down everything. Cause my, like my yeah. person, like I, I will like, as you explain something or you're telling me an idea, like I'm, I'm, I'm picking holes in it. Right. Not because I don't want to do it, but it's just where my mind goes. And so yeah. I was like, okay, shut up. Let her, you know. <laughs> That's fine. That's totally good. Like, and you and I had some of the same movie, so that's, that's yeah, fine, yeah. So it so. worked out really nicely, and I I love that I'm finding um, a lot of joy in w- that. Whenever I have an idea, and Lauren or you or Tanner um, does give me some encouragement about it, I'm feeling a little bit validated of like, okay, I do have something Yay. to contribute here. I feel positive about that. <laughs> so I I have enjoyed the process, and I'm looking forward to seeing where we go with it yeah well thank you for being a part of that too i know that's that's extra yeah. time and it's extra movies that you have to watch and and like oh, you said horror. watching yeah. watch, but watching them different you have to watch right. them different like i'm taking notes as i'm watching movies now right like, i'm watching movies going huh mm-hmm. okay hmm i'm gonna write this down like i gotta I got to send some text messages after this movie and make sure right. everybody else goes and watches this. And, right. Well, and uh, you saw the spreadsheet I made for that one. You did. Like, I was like, wow, this is a different person that we brought into this. <laughs> I showed Daryl. I was like, look what I just did. I'm so, oh, I'm a psycho. Doing? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so normally as we go through this, like it's, it's me and Lauren and, and Tanner that have, that, that are generally like trying to figure out what movies are we going to do? What are the messages in them? How do we break them down and all this? And, you know, Lauren is such like a 30,000 foot um, of course, dreamer yeah. and, picture. you know, and Tanner is, Tanner is, is, is similar and hard on his sleeves. And mm-hmm. so when something tugs at though at his heart, you know, it's like, and so and we just have conversations mm-hmm. and then we end up having, you know, it, like it circles back around and it's like, okay, so are we saying this and this and this <laughs> or, or what, you know, it's because it, it, yeah. it becomes like a, uh, in, in our, in our staff bubble, we talk about process meetings versus, uh, versus like like get get it done meetings right where it's like no we're, we're not we're not here to talk about all of the ways that we think about these things right and very much the ways we've done at the movies is is very much a process experience because it's not like process, it's not yeah. like hey let's just get together for an hour and say what do you think about this one yeah let's do those movies right and, and then <laughs> and then invite to invite you into that which was which was great and I loved having you a part of that and yeah. you brought some great great thoughts and perspectives and then. You know, it's like, all right, let's all go watch these couple movies yeah. to try to figure out, you know, are we going to nail down one of these movies? Mm-hmm. And, and Kelly, you know, think about like maybe some, some, some message or something that you, you see in this, or maybe some scripture or a chunk of something. Yeah. And you came back and it was like a, it was like a two page to like, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I totally expected like an email, like, or a text oh, no. message, like, Just... what about this verse and this idea? And it was like a printed off, well, not printed off, but it was like a, a whole typed out spreadsheet yeah. of charted. The, yep. <laughs> it totally was. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. had titles, had broken like, up by categories in the yep. categories and everything. And I was like, wow, we have, we have, <laughs> we have uh, entered a invi- new <laughs> That's right. We have invited someone that is so far beyond the ways that we work right now. Well, you guys are just lucky I didn't do a full slideshow presentation because I was ready for that. You so. totally should have. That would have been okay. <laughs> she was going to. Next time yeah. <laughs> with animations and everything. Uh, but it's so good. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you guys for yeah, being yeah. here. Uh, before we go, I want to make sure um, Come to the Table is coming up in, in two weeks, not this coming weekend. March 6th I'm is, so excited. is when we're going to do it. So. Yeah. Um, we will only have a 915 service. So if you're listening and you come to the 11 o'clock service, 
uh, you're going to miss out on our normal service and you're going to show up just hopefully just hungry. To eat, and, yeah. Um, you get to eat. Our, our fast, this will be the first the first Sunday after the fast is over. Yeah. Um, I'll be allowed to eat lunch again. Yay. And it'll be exciting. And uh, and so there's a chili cook-off. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's judges or we all get to judge oh, or I, I'm just going to judge in my yep, heart. We will all know? be <laughs> <laughs> exactly. secretly I'll keep my own and be like, oh, that's the small group I want to go to now. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Those guys <laughs> make some good food. Wood. I'm thinking about all the small groups and I know some people who are already trash talking and I think it's hilarious I know. because I'm like, oh, I can't wait. I'm going to get a scorecard out, <laughs> make another spreadsheet. That's right. There you go. Yeah. Daryl's shaking his head like, I don't know what that means. I don't do that. I don't oh, I, I do. I just don't do it. <laughs> He's so funny. Eat. Yeah, he just eats the food and then goes home later and says, that that was the best one. And then five minutes later, nope, just kidding. That was the best yeah. one. He just likes food. Yeah. So I think one of my favorites was a um, a, a Young Life event that it was a, um, a brisket cook-off. <gasps> and everybody was judges, so mm-hmm. they fully expected you to go around and try all of them. They gave you, like, tickets, and it was like you put in you have you know you got like 10 tickets as a person yeah and you put in however many tickets you wanted to put in like if it was like oh this is mine so i'm gonna put in a couple here and yeah. these are my friends over here so i'm gonna give them a few but this is the one that wins this is yeah yeah you know so it was Rigged. like fully expected to go around and <laughs> eat the different barbecues and, and the different meats and that was that was my favorite that yeah was, i that love was, that if we i was need, doing this with that i'm just kidding. we need more cook-offs in Ooh, our man. lives barbecue cook-offs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have one more week of um, Awaken. So one more week to continue praying over our prayer lists and um, and and continue our fasting and prayer, and then we will wrap that up next week. Mm-hmm. That will be, uh, I guess, I guess when we do the podcast next week, we'll be right at the very end of um, uh, right at the very end of it. So yeah, um, so that'll be fun, but. Um, so yeah, we'll have one more week of Awaken, um, and then we will launch into a whole new series, um, that is totally different and allows you to eat and... Love that. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. We'll be talking about coming to the table every week for the next yeah. Yeah, few that's months. Right. <laughs> is, it, is it here yet? How about now? Is now? it here yet? <laughs> well, guys, thank you. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Thanks love for... You. Thanks for inviting us. Thanks for more than just being here this morning. Thank you for what you guys do. Um, Daryl, what you, what you give to uh, the church here in mm-hmm. making things happen um, more. You're rolling your eyes at me and looking at the ground. He doesn't like this. He doesn't season. like compliments. <laughs> I do not. That's yeah. right. That's why we golf well together. Right. Like, well, that was terrible. <laughs> That's exactly right. Daryl's my golfing buddy. So. <laughs> we always, I don't know why. We always end up in the same golf cart. I it's think because like, we're negative and people don't want to be. With us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, dude, that was that was the worst shot ever. <laughs> yeah, Good yeah. luck finding that one. Yeah. So my favorite thing is when I do a bad shot and me and Brooke are like, if he's in the cart, I'm over be. All I hear is Daryl, like Daryl, dude. Come yeah. on, I'm like, I know I hit a bad shot, Brooke. <laughs> you guys are cute. Uh, well, I I appreciate you. I appreciate what you have. You know, the years that you have put in at Colonial and um, and sacrificed here and been a part of it for for forever. And he's losing his mind because I keep going. Thank you, bro. It makes yeah, me, exactly. me want to keep gracious. going. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly. Same for you. Uh, you know, the way you lead worship and have been a part of this and jumped in for worship school and 
running sound and learning new things and bringing your your theater background and oh gosh, and yeah. Church of Christ background to give us different perspectives and then to jump in with at the movies and all those things. So yeah, thanks for letting me. Yeah, so thank you guys for being here. Um, you guys are awesome. Appreciate it. Uh, Lauren should be back with us next week and. Uh, um, actually, we're going to have a, a special interview next week is baptisms. So I'm excited oh, about those. Yes. Those, uh, we have we have a bunch of a bunch of people getting baptized next week that I'm really excited about it. And we're going to interview somebody that's very close to all of them. So that'll yeah, be fun. So I love that. It'll be good. Okay. This has been the E6 Podcast from Colonial Church. You can always get more information for, about Colonial, from Colonial, and about Colonial at colonialchurch.com. Um, at the App Store, the Google Play Store, you can download our app. We love to hear from you. Send us your questions, podcast at colonialchurch.com. That's our email. Um, Thank you for listening. We will pick up the conversation again next week.